Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Word. Excellent. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, Lake? How you doing? Yo, <clears throat> fuck. Yo, chilling, man. Uh, hold on a second. <clears throat> Jesus. Word. Yeah, man. Yo, good to see you, man. Oh, it's just me, by the way. Oh, okay, okay, word. That's all right. Yeah, I I, I texted Mega this morning. He's like, yo, bro, I'm just going to grab some breakfast. See you soon. I think he's mad confused. Yeah, word. That fool is um busy. Ah. As are all of us. So how's, how's everything been going for you, man? Um... Uh, 2020-ish. <laughs> Having a wild yeah. 2020. Yeah. That is, that is very accurate. Man, I, in the last two months, I just did like six months worth of gigs in two months. I mean, I'm, I'm getting burnt out, man. Is it because of a delay or something? Because shit got postponed? Yeah, so what happened was like a, a lot of, uh, a lot of companies um, and a lot of dance studios, they, because of COVID, for the first six months, they couldn't do Jack, right? Right. So for a lot of companies, they still have this marketing budget left over. If they don't use it, like the head office, a lot of their head offices don't really care what's the reason. So they have to use the budget. It includes all the government agencies as well. If, if they don't use the budget, then they'd be like, oh, you didn't use your budget last year, so we're going to cut it back because obviously you don't need so much money. Word, word. Even in this type of situation? So yeah, man. Like, they like. even in this kind of situation, they're just like in a mad frenzy to just make sure their budget gets used up. That shit is whack. I mean, it's, yeah, not, so like, you know, it's not whack to have some money available, but... You think there'd be some kind of leeway or understanding? Yeah, but it's same with it's same with like some of the restaurants and clubs. Like, because I was hosting a hip hop night last night, and I was telling, I was talking to my homie. It's like, because in Shanghai, there, there's been a couple of cases that popped up, like kind of local cases. Mm -hmm. And you know, I told my because my friends there as a the music coordinator, and. Uh, I, he, he was like, yo, it's going to be, it's horrible. Because, like, even before we kicked off around 11, at 12, when we officially started with the guest DJ, there was, like, maybe, like, five or six people in inside inside the bar. And and uh, and I told him, yo, it, it, it is what it is, man. You got COVID, new COVID cases popping. It's winter and it's raining. It's like, you know, <clears throat> uh, it's good that we have some people. It's like, yeah, but the bosses don't see it like that. The owners don't see it like that. I'm like, yeah, kind of. That's kind of true. It's kind of messed up. Yo, that's uh, <laughs> that's their fault for uh, being open. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I see that as, like you said, that's the uh, risk of operating in these times. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's 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 kind of like you know. You go out during this time, you risk picking some shit up. Word, word. Same for, you know, the businesses. Like, if they decide to operate or be open and uh, nobody shows up, 
then you know that's also a risk yeah you can't blame anybody right man this whole year has been uh weird as hell i didn't know you were still in shanghai yeah I, i'm based there i've been this is my fourth year there now i don't know why i, I thought you like were still in hong kong and you were bouncing around no, I left. I, I I got out. I got out of Hong Kong like, I, end of 2016. I was still living there. Like I was lived there until 2016, and then like 2017, I decided to make a move out here. So I uh, was supposed to go help my cousin out in Beijing, but that didn't plan. That that like that plan fell through. So I stay ended up staying in Shanghai. Okay, word. And honestly, I think it's like. Not a bad decision, considering how things are developing in in Hong Kong right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know how much you want to speak on it, but yeah, I was heavily following the news because you know I've uh I've got a soft spot in my heart for Hong Kong, and just seeing everything unfold was uh, a bit heartbreaking. I mean. I'll be real with you. I, 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 it for me when I look at Hong Kong and I see all the protests and stuff like that, I, I don't mind talking about it actually. For me, there's like the pros and cons list. Mm-hmm. It's like a pros and cons list. I get why people, I get why people were protesting. I get why things went violent. I think, um, I think both sides of the situation, like you know, the protesters and the government, need to take some kind of a responsibility. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to um, vocalize my sentiments while I'm out here in China. Understood. In a, like, especially over social media, I've had friends who used to, who used to work like very heavily in China, and you know, they 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 got canceled because they show they 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 spoke up. You mean canceled, like, um... Like, you know, like, canceled culture canceled. They got, like, you know, they, they lost all their gigs out here in China. No one's, no one's inviting them. I haven't seen them. They're still, they're still active in, in the, in the Hong Kong scene, but, like, you know, you don't hear about them anymore in China. Right. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> it's, uh... It's that type of system, you know what I mean? They've, they've really got their um how can i say their pr in if i for lack of a better word on lock like um their image control yeah is, i mean it's super exactly know, i mean like the way the way i see it, it's more like i put it more even more plainly it's just the rules that you have to play by if you're gonna if you're gonna operate in china right exactly i'm sure if you like you know I'm sure if you were in anywhere in the world, anywhere else in the world, I'm sure like you know Singapore, even Japan, Korea, there 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 has there there has to be a line. You just it depends how 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 you want to play play the game. You could either skirt along the line, or you can go fully over the line and deal and with the disappear. consequences. Yeah. So it really depends, like you know, what kind of fight you want to bring. 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, some people are like, some people who really have nothing to lose, they were like, you know, fuck it. Let's, let's, let's try to make some changes. I appreciate that your family livelihood. So, and we would like to see another tomorrow. So you got to play by the rules. So, but then you, you, you can't deny what other people are doing. Uh, what do you mean other people are doing? No, no, no. What, what I mean, like you can't, be, you can't deny, like you can't deny, like uh, you can't deny. What I'm, what I mean by that is, like you cannot deny, like the legitimacy of what other people are doing, even though you you might not agree with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they they still have some merit in their actions. Yeah, man. I could. Uh, I know that whole thing is and i don't mean whole thing to like uh minimize it but i just mean it's so the scope is so big you know what i mean like the history and the culture and all that especially me not really having a connection to it besides like enjoying a location so yeah i I understand it's a lot (coughs) yeah well, uh, how are um, how are you holding it down out in uh, Shanghai? Yo, honestly, let me like honestly in the beginning, yo, like I'll like it's kind of like I'll give you like the whole I'll I'll give you the whole story. Like I was so apparently the first recorded case of COVID. Like before, it was actually called COVID. Mm-hmm. Was in like what? Um, November twenty nine, flu or SARS. But yeah, they say the um, anniversary or the it, it first recorded case was like the anniversary was last week. I think people are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw, I saw, I saw some posts about that, and uh, so. I had no idea. Like during this time, uh, I was uh, I was kind of touring. Uh, I, I was in Korea. Uh, I had a few gigs in China, and then uh, beginning of 2020. So at the end of 2019, in over Christmas and New Year's, I, I was in. Uh, I think I, yeah, I, I was in Korea. Then after Korea, I came back and then went to crew because we were, we were invited to uh, battle there. We went over there to uh, spent like, but during this time, mind you, I had no didn't pick up on any news about um, a new flu virus sweeping through China or nothing. I didn't really know what, what happened. And then on the 23rd of January, that's when I came back. Luckily, I came back and then uh, had arrived at two in the morning, got home at around three. Then I went back to, uh, you know, unpacked Mm -hmm. all that and then went to sleep. The moment I woke up, 
in the morning of the 23rd, my phone blew up. WeChat, all social media, all my friends were asking me, yo, are you okay? It's like, the fuck you mean I'm okay? Of course I'm okay. Just got back from Spain. It's like, yo, I hear this like new, this new, new kind of like new, like new SARS has like popped up and is like going crazy in Wuhan and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, you fucking serious? So I checked the news and apparently like they locked down both airports. So anyone coming in and out had to get their temp temperature tested. And this was just right before Chinese New Year. So uh, we were like, oh, damn, what's going to happen? And then like, a few days later, they, did, uh, they locked down Wuhan and slowly, uh, slowly locking down several other cities and provinces, uh, like neighboring provinces. And then my sister came from Hong Kong because this, this is before Hong Kong closed its borders and China hadn't closed its borders at the time. So we spent New Year's as a family together, but it was just, New Year's was fine. Chinese New Year's fine because we normally just spend it indoors and go out and eat and stuff like that. But what was worse, the worst was like the time after for that, for the three months from like around January to mid-March. Because as the situation got worse, like, uh, you know, my parents are in their 60s and 70s, so mm -hmm. to reduce the risk, we pretty much stayed at home every single day. Like, you know, I, I, I couldn't go training, I couldn't hit the gym, I couldn't hit the pools because everything was uh, everything was closed for health reasons. So for like three months, I, could, I couldn't really work out. And yeah, so it kind of eventually developed cabin fever. Yeah, for sure. And it just kind of sucked because like I was hoping, you know, this thing would blow over. So and then uh, when March came, I could go to Singapore. But then, you know, kind of like my last mental straw was when um, the organizers for Radical Forest Jam decided to cancel because uh, they work with they, they work. A, we do a lot of programs with the kids. So they said, like, it's uh, it's just not feasible for um, for them to run such a big scale event because over over like over a week over the the, the week in march they host maybe around three thousand dancers right from all over probably from all over the world and so it's just like yeah let's yeah, that's a let's super spreader that's it word yeah let's play let's play it safe so I, when that was canceled i'm like oh god yeah, that's, it, that's still pretty early then, for then, the rest of the world. Sorry to yeah, cut you off. It was, it was yeah, that's still, March. Oh, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, March. And then, so, you know, as time went by, more and more, you, you kind of knew how serious this was because more and more large-scale events start getting canceled. Mm -hmm. So you got you got uh, Just Debut. It was supposed to be their final. It was supposed to be the last event this year. And uh, and that got canceled. They 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 just canceled it and then like sent apologies to everyone. I think they still had a party or something. Um, like, but during this time, a lot of events in Europe were not had 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 decided to not uh, cancel. They decided to go forward with it. And I know a few friends that 
went to uh, went to these events, <coughs> but when they went home, they they you know they unfortunately for them they managed to they caught the virus, but they've they've recovered now. But it was it was is quite a scare. Hmm. Yeah, man. It sounds like you were in a couple hot spots yourself. Like, so mostly, mostly, mostly to begin with, Shanghai was relatively safe because uh, as soon as so Shanghai never, Shanghai never went into like full hundred percent lockdown like places like Wuhan. Um, I think because mainly. So a little bit of background uh, about Shanghai. Like I think mo- up to seventy or even eighty percent of the population are from out of town. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people over Chinese New Year they go back to their hometowns. So it's so 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 kind of like Chinese New Year is kind of like Obon in Japan, right? So when Chinese New Year rolls rolls by, a mass exodus of people leave. They have this mass exodus out of Shanghai to go back to their hometowns and spend at least two weeks、uh, for Chinese New Year and stuff like that.、And、yeah, it's one of the major holidays in China. A lot、so、of people time, move in. A lot of traffic. Actually, because of Chinese New Year, the government uh hit the gov the Chinese government placed、uh, a clamp a lockdown on all sorts of、uh, transportation. So pretty much during that time, uh. Public transportation was very limited across China. You, like a lot of people, were stuck in their towns and couldn't leave. Like Wuhan was locked down for for a minute.、Uh, Shanghai, Shanghai was like a ghost town for for a good month or two. Like when we went out, like a lot of shops weren't open. Even like the bars, restaurants, nothing was open. You could barely see any people on the streets. It was like it was it, it was like a scene from、uh, I Am Legend. Right, word. Yeah, there's some pictures of New York looking like that. Yes, and、um, I mean, for the most part, that's one of the benefits of living in China with a one-party government. Whatever they, you know, if something happens, all they do is like, all right, everyone's doing this. And so I think that's the reason why、um, a lot of、uh, that's why Ch- even though China did have like a re- like even though China did have like、uh, the initial outbreak was pretty crazy, but I think that's the one of the reasons why Ch-、uh, we were able like the the government here was able to、uh, clamp down on it so quickly. Yeah, they got that、uh, control. Mm, yeah, exactly. And I mentioned this one time when、uh, for for for, for、uh, one of my friends'、uh, interviews, it's like when you're running a one-party system, when you don't have to consider about constituents and re-elections, you can pretty much do whatever the whatever the whatever damn well you want.、Mm-hmm. And I mean, in situations like these, it, with, with like a pandemic sweeping across the entire globe. I don't mind, actually. You know, like, and I'd rather be safe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course, there are 
you know, criticisms for any kind of oh, system. Yeah, of course. But when you look at China, like the numbers in China, and then you look mm. anywhere, well, not anywhere. Well, especially if you look at America, then it's night and day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's, since you brought it up, let me put it to you like this. At first, I heard so many rumors about, you know, how expensive PCR testing was. So the PCR test is like the most accurate uh, COVID test you could ha- you could get. Like uh, they, they, they take a sample from, from your nose and uh, one from the back of your throat. I was like, not very keen on getting it because I heard it could be quite expensive, right? Mm-hmm. I pretty much paid 120 RMB, which would be around equivalent to what? 20 US or like 1500 yen? For the test. For the test. And I got results within a day, within 24 hours. Well, yeah. Can't argue with results. That's how it first. And I hear, I, I hear, I hear back in the states, some friends are like, they're talking about if not insured, or if your insurance policy or work doesn't cover, it can cost up to thousands of dollars for a test. But that was in the beginning. I'm not sure about now. Yeah, I've seen a couple articles about crazy ass uh, COVID bills. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the exact numbers, but huh? definitely uh, hold, hold up. up in the thousand. Oh, so how's it? Yeah, it's it's like it's 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 insane. So 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 yeah, like uh, it's it's just it's just it's like having that kind of uh, I mean having access to to. Affordable tests. It it just makes it just makes life. It makes it easier. Like it gives you a peace of mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you being there and you seeing the effect and how like, you know, I'm I'm assuming basically now there's pretty much no widespread covid in china really oh like in yeah there is to my knowledge there is no widespread uh like there's no suddenly massive cases popping up uh let's say for example i think recently there has been one or two cases that popped up and as soon as cases pop up the government will lock that particular area down quarantine it for two weeks and then have medical staff in there and do pcr testing on the entire area Mm -hmm. like say for example uh in pudong area they had this uh they had this one guy who worked in cold storage and he 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 showed symptoms they uh they immediately quarantined him quarantined the uh quarantine the compound he was living in then managed to quickly map out which uh mapped out the the entire like the vicinity of where he had been uh, traveling to 
Yeah, yeah. Locked that, locked that down for two weeks. Then PCR tested like uh, eight thousand people in the span of two days. It's efficient, man. It's efficient. Yeah, you 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 can't argue with you can't argue with the numbers. Yeah, especially when uh, like, even though this virus isn't you know, extremely fatal mm. to everyone, but like even the small uh, percentage of the sm- the the fatality of it, it's uh, it's enough to appreciate people seriously keeping those numbers down and making sure that the infection doesn't spread out a lot more than it could exactly and this is one of the times this is one of the times where i'm actually like grateful i'm i'm, I'm living in china like in the beginning when when um in the beginning when the virus was like when it was like spreading when it seemed that it was going to be out of control in china you saw a lot of people just leaving china and going back to their home countries mm. and then a few months later you get everyone trying to come back and the chinese government like ah 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 you ain't coming back you left <laughs> You left. You ain't coming back. <laughs> <coughs> and then even when the Chinese nationals overseas was like, we're trying to come back and get uh, get tested and everything, they were like, they were like, uh, oh, we're coming, but we're Chinese. I'm like, not according to your passport, you aren't. Oh, Quarantine. Shit. Pay yourself. Damn, that's wild. <laughs> So it was it was it was kind of hilarious like for, for for those of us who stay put then everyone like everyone thinking like especially people who like went back to the states and canada and stuff like that's like yeah we're safe a few months later it, it, it's 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 like it was like watching an episode of spongebob it's like oh my god covid china run <laughs> a few a few months later oh my god covid america canada come back <laughs> Oh, and shit. at the border, they just said, like, flights were like, nah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, may, may, maybe in a few months' time. But it, 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 it was, it was kind of, yeah, it felt, it felt kind of co- comedic that it happened like that. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some irony with the, uh, you know, the way. America, the West, or other countries, you know, look at China because of, um, you know, SARS or bird flu or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, this time, you know, China has its shit together, you know, better than most of the world. Probably one of the top countries handling this shit. And America and the west europe all that shit is falling apart basically well here's the thing i i heard i i read about it saying obama had like a pandemic handbook mm-hmm. and the task force set up for this shit <laughs> this was set up like four like four years ago before he left office right right 
and it 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 just shows how you know how the greatest democracy, the so-called greatest democracy in the world, how little they can do. Like it just shows how politics sometimes get gets in the way of the yep. greater good. Yep, 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 absolutely. I mean, fucking just, just disregarding the fact whether it's Republican, uh, Democrats, or, or or whatever, like. You simply like you didn't have to get rid of it. You could just have swept like swept it in a broom closet and kept it there for a rainy day. But no, instead, like you know, when Trump went to office, I'm gonna dissolve everything Obama did. I'm like, Are you serious? No man, and it's, it's just, um... it's just, it's just... Uh, go ahead. Oh no, no, go on, go on, go on, go on, finish. Well, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, it, it really shows the. Uh, the fallibility is that a word the vulnerability of you know that type of system where one person can either be a hindrance or if not like an obstruction the the cause of you know a lot of downfall and strife and just real pain and trauma throughout you know a fucking country or the whole world even yeah man and and to put to for me to put it down in a certain way it's just juvenile Mm. Mm. it's bloody juvenile it's it's like oh i know this is good for me but because you said it i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna tell everyone you lied it's like oh come on man yeah, that's a great word for it. Very juvenile. It's just immature the height juvenile. Of immaturity, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, yeah, it's been a fucking pain in the ass. Do you still have some people that are out of the country? Um, most of the people I know, because like in the in the in the dance scene. A lot of people pretty much are based here. They're, they're, they're working here. So when COVID came by, uh, not a lot of them left. Not that I know of. Like most of the foreigners for their part, they, they, they didn't leave because they, they were just like, you know, I'm going to stay put. So uh- a few of them... Uh- a few, a few might have left, but then uh, as soon as the borders opened because of work, they were able they, because they had a work visa. Uh, they came back, they quarantined for two weeks, and then they just uh, got back on with their uh, yeah, just started their hustle again. Word, I know. Um... But there, but there was a situation where uh, a lot of foreigners were stuck here, and and this is like what you know, kudos to the Chinese government because uh, a lot of foreigners who are stuck here. They had stuck issues in with, China. Uh, yeah, stuck in China. They had, uh, well, not say stuck, but then they had, uh, were staying in China and unable to leave. Because normally the Chinese government requires you to, if you're on like uh, certain different type of visas, you have to leave every three months. Right, right. 
So the Chinese government has been very lenient with that, that saying if you're a foreigner on these certain types of visas, uh, even though you're overdue, you just have to like pay a small fee and get it renewed every month. Yeah, they were doing something similar in Japan. Um, mm. Cause I, yeah, I don't know if it's exactly the same, uh, but you know, around the time it happened, it was like early March, whatever, and uh, you know, that's around the time <clears throat> the school year ends in a lot of places. Yeah, and I think school ended early. I can't really remember, mm. but um, you know, some people had left the country or were already gone because of the holidays or taking an extended holiday yeah. or something. So yeah, they either couldn't get back in because Japan was only letting <sighs> Japanese citizens back in for a long time. Mm. And yeah, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, from what I heard, that was like it wasn't until like March or like much later on that like. Um, People even with PR were allowed in, right? Yeah, it was much later, man. It might have been June or July or even August before they let, you know, non-Japanese people uh, be able to come back. Damn, that's rough. Yeah, I think there was tears. I think first the PR could come, and then they started letting in people with uh, work visas. Work visas, yeah. yeah, same. I think same situation. Same situation in China. I can get it, man. When you look at the the numbers that were happening, just like yes, yeah, they yeah the fuck away. <laughs> you left. <laughs> yeah, you left. Peace. <laughs> Good riddance. And I, oh, shit. And like and like for me, um, and the things the thing for me is like. I hold an American passport, so right now I'm not even thinking of traveling. And then one time I think I looked at a, I think on, I, I forgot whether it was, for what article it was, but it showed um, because of how badly this uh, United States was handling the pandemic, they showed a map on of uh, every country that had banned that had banned uh, travelers holding an American passport and like. Yeah, I guess I'm not traveling anywhere. <laughs> Word. It was like it, 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 it was like 90% of the map was red. If you if you held an American passport, then yeah, you ain't going nowhere. Uh, USA number one, man. <laughs> yeah, USA number one in everything. <laughs> uh, shit. Like. During, I think, two weeks before the election, I had to renew my passport. <clears throat> and for a long while, the consulate general here in Shanghai was like, unless it's a life or death situation, please do not come and renew your passport. And my, my old passport was supposed to be, um, was, uh, expires in March next year. And normally I'm like, because they recommend you renew it like six months prior, at least. So I'm like, oh, do I, should I really, should I really bother to renew my passport? Because like during this time, who knows, it might take forever. And then 
the more I hear about news of like the election and how Trump is handling things, I'm like, man, even if I renew it, this passport might be worthless by the time COVID ends. Hmm. Very true. So I, and like, I might not be able to travel to anywhere. Like, thanks, Trump. <laughs> so then, like, but but by the time, so I'm like, as I think I got mine renewed. October or something, September, October. Anyways, the normal time was like two to three weeks. They told me to come and collect it, but after a week, I got an email saying, "Oh, your 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 passport's ready to be collected." I'm like, "Wow, what's with this efficiency? This is something I'm not. This is not. This is something I'm completely not used to." Yeah, that's hella fast. That's really fast. Like within a week. Well, damn, it's good you got it taken care of. Yeah, I got. I, I I just didn't. I did, was not taking any more risks. I'm like, I'm gonna get it renewed. So at least I have a passport in case anything like shit goes down. <clears throat> yeah, what's um, what's the scene look like out there right now with this whole thing? Yo, the scene. Like, apart from the fact that you know. I I'd say it's back to it's back to like eighty percent normal, with a sprinkle of caution. Okay. Because events out here, are, events out here are already like. Let's see. When's the? I think events were popping up. Uh, when summer rolled around, like you know, uh, even even May, May June. Events were already popping up. So like we had we we had we we had quite a lot of things popped up. So when you a say a lot of events, like I mean I meant events. Uh, when you say eighty percent, do you mean like um like regular scheduled things that happen annually or? weekly you know regular things are happening as normal or like some kind of online but, but, but type of stuff what i what i mean, what i mean by 80 percent is like 80 percent of uh like the normal traffic mm-hmm. i mean in china we maybe have like maybe for like during the lockdown months maybe in the beginning so probably around march april there were a few online battles, but that was pretty much it. Like the biggest, the biggest, uh, the biggest online battle we had that I was aware of was the WBC, the World B-Boy Classic uh, qualifiers here in China. They decided to run um, online battles, <clears throat> but that was pretty much it. But as soon as um, as soon as the government started to clear every single province of um, mass infections and quarantined everybody, and then realizing that um, even if you've got it, some people got like uh, got better on their own. As summer approached, more events, more and more events were being scheduled. Clubs were opening up, bars were opening up. 
Like, so there's a spot called Found 158. If you went there now, you couldn't even tell there was a pen, uh, there was like a COVID pandemic. Hmm. Which is actually quite concerning sometimes. Cause I was, I was in Shenzhen, uh, I was in Shenzhen like the last couple of months ago. And one night I went out with uh, a couple of friends who went to this place called Coco Park. It's like the main bar street. And I went there, you know, mask and everything. And they, and they asked for you to show your health code and stuff like that. So you go in, everyone's wearing masks going in. But as soon as you step into the main area where all the bars are at, no one, no one is covered up. And there's got to be at least a few hundred people in there. Oh, damn. And, you know, I'm talking to a couple of other friends and like, uh, like me, me and me and uh, me and physics, uh, you know, we both had our masks on. One of our other friends, like he had his, he, he, he took his mask off for a bit. And I, and I asked him, like, as we we're waiting for drinks, I'm, I asked him, yo, aren't you scared? Like, it's like, nah, it seems the government, he told me, nah, it seems the government is, uh, ha- has it, has it down locked. Like, we're pretty safe. And then I asked him this one question, which made him like kind of question his existence during this time. <laughs> like, what happens if you get one guy who's an, who's an asymptomatic carrier right no symptoms but you just need that one dude who's inside dancing with everybody right right and that's when that's when he's like all right you got a point yeah and that's that's the that's the the thing i'm always uh asking myself and like and and i'll be honest i take risks as well i take risks as well Mm -hmm. by going to events and hosting Mm-hmm. I take that particular risk myself as well, but like, unfortunately for me, that's a risk I have to take right now because as a freelance worker, yeah, you gotta eat. Yeah, you gotta eat. You 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 gotta eat. Uh, if I if I don't work, I don't eat. That's just the reality of it. Yeah, so I mean, I just those asymptomatic carriers, like that's the. That's like the worry, right? Because, you know... Yeah, right now, that's the worry. If if you're not tested, you know, round the clock, you know, 24-7, you, you don't know... Well, you can not know that you have it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah, that's like... And I was, I, I, I was talking to one of my homies in Australia... Mm-hmm. Like with uh, with the whole with the whole pandemic, it's literally like um, you know in Harry Potter how one of the princes, how one of the brothers, you're always like going out, like until a vaccine is pushed out. Right now, living in this age with COVID is like constantly walking around with the grim reaper on your shoulder and you're looking around you, you look at him he looks at you and he's just like no bro not yet <laughs> <clears throat> it kind of it kind of feels like that man it kind of feels like that uh... 
you, uh, you know what I mean? Like every time you go out, even though you got a mask on and stuff like that, you never know. Word. And I mean, it's also not like the masks are a hundred percent, you know, COVID proof. Exactly. It's really yeah, life has become uh about people's level of risk that they're comfortable with and you know that level of uh risk elimination like how much risk can you eliminate out of your life like okay uh i'll only go to the grocery store and you know i'll do pickup so you know they can put my groceries in my car so i don't have to go in there or if it's like Okay, I'll go out tonight and, you know, I'll stay at the bar away from people. And when I'm not drinking, I'll <clears throat> I'll keep my mask on. Or, you know, some folks is like, yo, man, I got to go to work every day. Every single yeah. day. And like some of the old, some of the older companies don't really, don't really mess with that work from home thing. Right. Yeah, there's and a lot so, of that. Like, it's kind of messed up. Honestly, it's kind of messed up. Like, it, it, it's it's like playing a game of dice. It's like, yo, okay, mm-hmm. let's roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really um, like at the beginning of the of the pandemic, I was like, yo, these governments are fucking um. Number one, they're corrupt, and number two, they're greedy. Like, they just want people to go to work and to you know keep putting their bodies on the line to keep the numbers up so the economy doesn't tank but now we're like exactly we're like what um eight ten months into this thing and it's like yo that it, it of course if you know at at the beginning if they had said okay, everybody stay the fuck home. Like everybody everywhere, every country, every government in the world had been like, all right, fucking chill for 14 days and this shit will be gone and, you know, we can go back to normal. As unrealistic as that is, if that had happened, then we wouldn't be in the position that we are in now. But um, That's they, they didn't do that and they also really didn't, well, at least some countries haven't been giving the level of support that they should be giving to, you know, incentivize businesses shutting down so people aren't moving around and spreading this shit. Mm. But well, here's uh, the thing I, to, I don't to, know if. To be fair. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just want to Go finish on. this point that, like, if 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 they had taken stronger measures, then they wouldn't have had to do that. Even though some of them didn't do it at all. But that type of system yeah. also isn't sustainable for how long this thing has been going on. So I'm not really sure, you know, what the best, what we did is definitely not the best method. But maybe if they had taken a half measure and, you know, gave out some money, then that also wouldn't have worked because this shit has just been going on too long to support a whole goddamn economy for almost a year. Yeah, that's true. But like, let me put it here this way. Like, in China, not that I have been aware of, like, I haven't heard anything, like, any of my friends t- 
talk about it in China. The government was so busy, like they they spent so much resources on in terms of containment. I didn't even hear anything in terms of subsidies.、Mm. Like、we didn't get no outs. There was no kind of、uh, subsidies, nothing. But still, people managed to survive. Yeah. I guess that's what happens. That's the difference between not having a consumer-based economy. Hmm. I'm so, like, it, it, it's it might be old-fashioned thing, but you know how like Asians are just better at saving up. Or people in Asia are just better at saving up. I think that that adage holds so true. Like, I've read、uh, I've read articles that you know, within the first month of not being able to work, some people in the states could not afford to pay rent, had credit card bills through the roof and stuff like that. And like, yeah, absolutely. Like, what kind of economy? Like, <clears throat> this whole consumerism, credit-based economy is just. Just doesn't work, and and this pandemic had just shown at late shown, like late shown, stage capitalism, man. Yeah, man. It 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 just it's just meant to. You're just setting up to be for the whole system to collapse. Yeah, basically, it it runs on. It runs on blood, bone, and blood, and. Pretty much yeah, just people, a, a thin line from yeah falling apart. They just rely on people overspending. Yeah, I mean we we got a the big holiday season coming up, and they definitely aren't talking about you know don't go out shopping or anything. <laughs> they're like don't. They're like, don't yo, celebrate I, Thanksgiving, but they're I, not like, yo, don't go out and spend that money, cause they need that. It's like, cause my girlfriend, she's been keeping me up to date with,、um, you know, how what what things are happening in Tokyo and stuff like that. Like with with the rising cases, the government is still unwilling to.、Uh, Like suspend the 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 go to campaigns. You know how、like、I think right now they have these all sorts of these uh, uh, travel campaigns to, to encourage local tourism, right? Yeah, right. Promoting domestic travel. Yeah. Yeah, they're still trying to promote domestic travel despite rising cases, and then there's also stuff like、um, the government proposing to、uh, in the For for the summer Olympic next year summer Olympics, to、um, exempt people from、uh, having the fourteen day quarantine if they're coming during the Olympics, I'm like, yo, are you guys、really? serious? Apparently, apparently so. Damn, that's wild. Yeah, it's just like, yo, are you serious? Come on. Yo, uh. That's, that's- I think I read recently that they just,、um, they just, you know, suspended the go-to campaign, or at least some places okay, are. Okay. Okay. I know Hokkaido was like, "Yo, don't fucking come here." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hokkaido, Hokkaido was hit the worst for a、yeah. long time, right? Yeah, yeah. But yo, I hadn't heard about the Olympics. That shit sounds dumb. That shit sounds hella dumb. 
Yeah, that, 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 I think they, that was like a while, I think a, a week or two ago. I, I'm not sure what the situation is right now, but yeah. Because, you know, uh, I'm in America right now. Oh, word. Really? Yeah, yeah. I came back, like, a, a couple, of few months ago. Oh, word. Damn, what time is it over there? Uh, It's 11 p.m. Oh, okay. So, you're, like, almost, like, you're, like, you're, like, 10 hours behind us. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not that bad. All right, all right. Cause I, I I I thought you were still in um, Tokyo. Yeah, I was like um, you know, during the beginning, but yeah, I had to peace uh-huh. out. All right, all right. I left. Nice. <laughs> you, you left. You left. <laughs> no, it 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 it's it's good to hear that you're doing fine for the most part. Like. Cause at first I thought you were in Tokyo, so I was like, oh. But then like when you said like I'm actually back in the states, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> I'm in Georgia. Well, anywhere in America is not doing so good right now. But yeah, I'm kind of like you were at the beginning. Like I just fucking chill. Like I don't really go out. Like any events that I would want to go to aren't even really happening like that. So I'm just fucking laying low. But it kind of sucks, um, cause I was hoping to uh, go back for the Olympics next year. Cause when I was there, um, it was like you said, like every day it was like, oh, you know, um, this thing is canceled. Like in America, you know, stuff was stopping, and then they um, postponed the NBA season and that's when a lot of people were kind of like oh this is pretty serious and I was waiting for a long time for an announcement in Japan like they canceled the school year and then they canceled like a lot of events and shit got shut down Tokyo got shut down for a little bit and I was waiting and waiting I was like I wonder if they're gonna do it and then finally they were like oh the Olympics are postponed until next year and I was like damn that shit is trash Cause that's pretty much the only reason why I was staying in Japan. Yo, peace, 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 peace. Yo, hello? Yo, I'm back, I'm back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Must have been, uh, my internet must have dropped out or something, or my VPN must have dropped. Ah, uh, nah, it's all good. No worries. I was just running my mouth. <laughs> we both were. <laughs> Word. But, uh, yeah, Dude, man. Well. Where were we? You were saying like you were you're back home in Georgia and like um, events started getting canceled. Yeah, the NBA season got 
got cancelled early, like it finished early, and then like yeah, I remember watching the the bubble playoffs. Yeah, um, yeah, when I was still in Japan, all that shit was going down, and yeah, when they cancelled the Olympics, then I knew that you know this shit was real, and that was yep. that was pretty much the only reason why I was staying in Japan. So after that, I was kind of like, oh, oh okay, okay, I should probably just. Well, I was already having some issues, so yeah, <laughs> I left. Oh, okay. <laughs> Word. But yeah, I wanted to go back next year, but I don't even know what next year is looking like. Exactly. I think like I all like ever since the pandemic started. I think it's gonna stick around for a long time until they even have a vaccine out. So even right now, people are projecting maybe like late half year. Mm-hmm. So at least uh, Q3 or Q4 of 2021. But like I've I've heard I've heard some reports saying that um, I've heard reports saying if if the Summer Olympics get canceled next year, if it doesn't go as, as as planned, then there's a very good chance that the Winter Olympics that are happening in Beijing in 2022, that's going to get canceled as well. Oh, word. Because I think normally the two are supposed to be like kind of linked together. It's Summer Olympics, then the year after is Winter Olympics. But mm-hmm. then I've heard rumors saying that uh, if the... Uh, if, the IOC cannot get the Tokyo Summer Olympics on as planned, then they're gonna can the they're gonna can the Beijing Winter Olympics as well. I mean that's uh terrible for, you know, the athletes and everybody who, you know, strives for that thing that only happens every few years. Yeah. On a global scale, it's not a huge loss, you know what I mean? You know, for everybody, but Exactly. I've always I've always seen the Olympics more as a symbol of like a a cool thing that all the countries come together and do. So that would suck, mm. but and it would suck for me personally cuz that would probably mean I don't know when I would be going back to Japan for a real ass reason just besides wanting to be there. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it would also be a sign of not having this shit under control like they thought. Well, I, here's the thing: I I don't really over the last year or so. Like for me, it's more like it hasn't really been like whether or not we can control this stuff because it's I I, I kind of saw it as a sign is like yeah, the Earth is kind of over we're overpopulated we're stretching out our resources Mm -hmm. and maybe this is just a small cleanse Mm -hmm. i mean for 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 the most part i i don't think um you know it sucks having so many people succumb to this virus but at the same time when you take a broader scale 
when you look at it on a broader scale, the human race have been pretty destructive in terms of uh, not being able to take care of our own environment. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So I think this is kind of like it's more of a this is more of a, a reminder saying, you know, you can't contain Mother Nature. She just allows us to live here. And if you fuck around too much, then, you know. Oh, shit. Hello. Yeah, yo, that's my bad. Welcome to the Mega Late Show. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my computer's acting up. Um. So, yeah, I mean, like, you just got to take the good with the bad. Mostly right now is a lot of bad going on, but, you know, it, it really comes down to trying to stay positive and think happy thoughts. Yeah, like for me, you know, thinking self-centeredly for a second, um, having a year of not really doing anything too big socially mm. that's not a a big loss for me you know what i mm. mean like that's something i can deal with you know having a year to just chill yeah just like to settle everything just like to settle your mind right right yeah i've i i think i've i've definitely struggled uh, a couple times a few times but all in all you know i've been working through it mm. um it's when the projections become more unknown or uncertain where yeah. i where i start getting like uh but also i would like to live my life again at some point <laughs> yeah no i, I get it because when they at first when they put like it's kind of like when they project, oh, we're only going to be close for three months. Cool. I'll clamp down. Yeah, you yeah. You, you mentally prepare yourself for three months. And then when it says, like, ladies and gentlemen, this shit ain't going nowhere. Then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's why so many fools got, um, uh, what are they calling it? Fatigue. Pandemic fatigue mm. now. Because, I don't know, like, you and I, we're like superhumans, you know, we can do whatever we set our mind to. But there are other people out there yeah, yeah, yeah. who are just like, three months, what the fuck? What the fuck am I going to do for three months? And now we're like heading into it being a year, maybe. And yeah, I don't think some of those folks are going to be able to make it. Well, obviously, a lot of people haven't made it. Like They're just like, fuck it. I'm like I'm, I'm just like yo greatest for a while I was like this is the greatest shit that happened to me my, my homie gave me his uh Netflix account I knocked back so many shows word I was like catching up on anime reading all my manga got like, watched like all these Netflix shows man like what was it like caught up on Lucifer <laughs> watched all these new comedy and like yo it was the best shit ever like if i had a console at home i'd like i'll be killing all those games word i feel you 
What am I gonna do? Like, you just gotta find some shit you wanna do. Yeah, um... I think it's it's more, and all I and also think it's um, it's really dependent on the kind of job you have to begin with. Very true. Me and you, and you know, even Mega, we we're the creative types. Hardly do I know anyone working in the creative industry, whether you're a dancer, whether you're a music producer, artist. As long as you're an artist of some form, especially during this pandemic, they may be, they may, they may have a time where it took them a while to transition from like not being able to go out, but then they transitioned very smoothly into uh, into oh I can't go out, then uh, what can I do with my spare time? Right. Or what can I do with all the time into perfecting my craft and stuff like that, or even just find something else to do? Yeah, because so it's it's it just that fuel comes from within. Yeah. It, but you know, mind you, everyone everyone um, deals with everyone deals with um, situations very differently. So for sure, I'm like I remember a while back. Like when the when uh, when lockdowns and stuff like that first were implemented, there were all these posts coming, you know, floating around on Instagram. They're supposed to be motivational quotes, but they were really like demeaning and um, it was very elitist. I remember that post saying, "If you didn't, if I uh, was, it? if you come out of this." Pandemic or this a quarantine without an extra set of skills, um, then it just means you are not disciplined or some shit. Like, have you seen that one? Nah, nah, I didn't see that. But I, I understand but then, what they're trying to say. But then later on, but then later on, <clears throat> at first I kind of felt, I kind of was like, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with it. But then later on. Uh, someone changed the quote. Someone changed the, the the sayings. Like, if you didn't come out of this quarantine um, without learning a new set of skills or a language or whatever, they crossed out all the negative shit. And it's like, it's okay. Everyone deals with trauma very differently. Just do you. Put your head down and keep keep doing what you do. Absolutely, man. And like, that's when I, that's really when I like you know, change gears and like, okay, that's very true. Like everyone deals with uh, tra- traumatic situations in a different way. And you can't expect everyone to act the same because everyone's not the same. Yeah. Like I said, when I look at it selfishly, I'm mostly fine, you know, just chilling through this situation. Like I yeah. didn't get sick. No one I know has died. My family's good. My people are good. You know, I'm still working and, you know, I can survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a luxury, a privilege. Yeah, I consider myself very lucky and privileged because I live with my parents. So during this whole time, I didn't have to worry about rent or food or nothing. And even that, 
And even during this time when I couldn't pick up any gigs, my dad was like, hey, man, if you need any money, just let me know. You know, I know it's an especially hard time for you right now. No gigs and stuff like that. But I was always telling him, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I still have some savings left over. Word, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a blessing for sure. So I was just, uh, just sometimes you just have, like, I think we all have the responsibility of uh, being aware of our own situation. Like, just because you're able to do this, 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 and that doesn't mean someone like you have to you have to observe to see what other others situations are like can't like say oh i'm how come i'm able to do this and you can it's like yeah even well, before I the pandemic to... it shouldn't be like it shouldn't have been like that exactly and i i i, I always make it a point when people are saying oh man you're like um you know you you got to this you're so lucky that you're uh, able to pursue what you really love and like uh, traveling these places, hosting these jams. And I'm like, yeah, but here's the thing. I live with my parents. They're pretty well off. I don't have to take care of them. I only take care of myself. I occasionally take them out to dinner to show my appreciation. But all in all, when you strip away all that, the, the scene and the hip hop and stuff like that, I'm a 37-year-old man still living with his parents. Mm. It boils down to just that. So, um, like, it, it, it's humbling. I have to humble myself once in a while so I don't get too crazy about it. Is that, um... Is that that out of... Well... I thought culturally in Asia that that um was a lot different than how it's seen as in like maybe in america well i don't know how it is in like well thing is for me i haven't lived with my parents since i left high school right so uh the only reason why i lived with them is because when I moved to Shanghai, they live in Shanghai. So before going to Beijing, as I planned to in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm going to chill at home, you know, reconnect with the family and just vibe out and just like kind of <clears throat> recollect my chi and just, you know, make sure everything, like, you know, get ready for the what what's to come. And then eventually I'm just like, okay, Beijing fell through. I'm going to stay in Shanghai. And while if I'm in Shanghai, why waste money on rent? Right. And, you know, I got a, I got a room here anyway. So it just eventually came down to that. And I think my parents, they'll never admit it, but, you know, they they don't mind having me around because I cook for them sometimes. Like, you know, I help them host dinner parties. So it's good to have another body around. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, really lucky, you know, with our situations that those kind of options were oh, yeah. available. Like some people I know. Exactly. Like so many people I know did not have that option. Mm -hmm. And tons of, tons of my friends out here in Shanghai, they're, they're, they're kind of on their own. So I'm always like, yo, if you guys need any help, even financially, if you need some kind of help, if I can help, let me know. 
Yeah, man. It's uh, been crazy fucking times. <clears throat> Hell yeah, man. It's even crazier. I didn't even know you left Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, I'm really good at rationalizing, so I don't know if this is that or not, but I think if I had stayed... But, and... you know, these, these are... Yeah, go on. Sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, it, if I had stayed and was doing what I was mm -hmm. doing, but without, like, mm -hmm. the, the nightlife part of it, I probably would be going mm -hmm. fucking crazy right now. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Especially in Asia, if you if you don't have like places to go, if you're cooped up at home all day, it can be pretty crazy. Yeah, and I mean it's it's better now, you know, people are going out and stuff, but it's not like it was. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But my bad. <clears throat> uh, were you about to say something? No, no, no. I, 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 I was like, I was just kind of uh, saying like, that's the difference between Asia and Western parts of the world. I'm not like you know, I can't really say for sure because I haven't really been like out in the states too much or at all. But in general, like in life in Asia, especially during these times, even in Hong Kong, I can, I can guess why people are getting cabin fever. Because like living arrangements aren't exactly spacious. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like I'm sure I'm, I'm sure even if you haven't had an apartment out in the States, it'd be much bigger than your standard one LDK spot in in it. In Tokyo yeah like uh there are a lot of people living in little boxes in cities throughout the world definitely exactly and I guess like it's it's, it's just it's just they, these are the times when you really have to reflect and realize how lucky how lucky you are like you know, you're still healthy. You have, you still have work. You still have a job, and yeah, you're able to live life as normal as as you can. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been uh, been good to get some perspective during this period. Yeah, that's that's very important to get perspective. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, like I think when when you're too used to a routine, you get you get this tunnel vision. You mm -hmm. think life should be this way, and then like shit like this, like you know, takes it, like a pandemic sweeps across the globe and 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 literally puts you back in your place, saying you ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely had to um, reprioritize a lot of things. Yeah. Like for me, one of the biggest things after the pandemic, like when the pandemic hit was like, really have to think about my parents because they're getting old and I can't risk them catching anything. So for the longest time, a lot of my friends were inviting me out and stuff like that. I'm like, no way. Mm -hmm. 
I can't risk. I didn't even, I didn't start leaving the house until I went, uh, I was, I started this uh, new job for a bit. And even then I like for, for about the first month I was so stressed that, uh, I was getting hives everywhere because oh, wow. I was just so stressed from traveling on uh, public transport. So for the first month I had hives coming out everywhere. It was not a good look. I get it, man. I mean, you read stories about people having parties and then devastating their family as far as, you know, the amount of people who were at that party that died or even like somebody goes somewhere and then they come back and they end up giving it and passing it along <clears throat> and then their deaths to pe yeah. for people who weren't even at the event maybe a couple connections down the line yeah it's a uh, yeah like tragedy you, like don't, when, you don't want to be responsible for that when when i saw the reports for spring break i'm like how irresponsible mm. can you be mm -hmm. i mean these are the people that those kids we look at like they're supposed to be running the world like helping this is a new generation who's supposed to be running the world and you get guys saying oh i've been planning this shit for i've been planning this party for months i get it i get it I'm like yo serious yeah it makes me wonder how you know 20 year old corin would have handled a pandemic probably not very well <laughs> probably not so well <clears throat> yeah, I think if this was me 10 years ago, I'd be like, eh, fuck it. Yeah, a bit, a bit less, a bit more loose. Definitely. Definitely. We always think we're, we always think we're invincible until we get hit. You know what I'm saying? And this shit is so random. You never know 100%. when it's really going to hit like that. 100%. So yo, um, I know, I know the future is heavily dependent on, uh, however, you know, vaccines or whatever turn out. But you got uh, any any plans? Oh, um, yeah, actually, the next six months, uh, got some pretty big stuff coming out. So. So, you know, for, 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 for the longest while, my girl and I, we've been living apart. Like, she's in Tokyo and I'm in uh, Shanghai, Hong Kong and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, we're trying to, like, it's, it doesn't have anything particularly to do with the scene. But, you know, for me, personally, uh, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to work things out. Um, so, come March or April, I'm going to try to, we're, we're, we are trying to, work things out so she she moves here so we're so we could finally be started starting to live together oh wow okay so that's that's pretty big yeah that's big moves that's pretty big for the that's big moves like big boy moves big boy moves. big boy so moves yeah finally finally trying to settle down and then uh probably give myself like as i told her like give myself a couple of years trying to get that scratch and then once you save up save up enough money then um get registered have a wedding and all that all that shebang dang man but yeah th like this year's also been like 
trying new stuff. Like I recently tried uh, one of my friends, his companies um, were, te- were, were, were doing some trial runs right now. So I haven't exactly signed to his company, but uh, I'm trying to host EDM parties. Okay. So more mainstream, that's where the money's at. So he's trying to get me to uh, partner up with some of the the younger DJs in his company and uh, see if we could uh, get anything rolling. Cause like, cause uh, I'm I'm kind of decent on the mic in, st- in terms of like moving the crowd and stuff like that. So I'm just now learning the ropes of uh, hosting to EDM music. That's yeah. like definitely, that that's a learning curve. That was fun. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Well, like, um, if you've ever seen any f- kind of footage on like Creamfields, Tomorrowland, that kind of stuff, not that I follow it, but I've been doing my homework trying to brush up on how people host that kind of shit. But at the end of the day, it's more like you could stay. Like, it, you have to make a living one way or another. Like, there's only, like, I, I, there's only so far that, you know, the, the the underground scene, as we call it, can support you. True. Like, unless, un, unless you can throw a sustainable big jam every year that rakes you a lot of, breaks in a lot of cash and stuff like that. At the end of the day, we all have to do something that's mainstream, that's commercial to pay the bills. Yeah, it's um Yeah, it's exactly like you said. Like uh doing it for the love is great, but <laughs> yeah, you gotta eat for sure. Yeah, at the end of the day, you gotta eat. And I mean if you look at it. If Red Bull only did BC One, they would not survive. They still have to do all that, all the all the commercial stuff. They still mm-hmm. have to do the F Formula One races. They still have to do all that corny stuff in yeah. order to make revenue. Diversify your stocks and bonds, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Wu Tang Financial. <laughs> Straight up. Well, yo, so how about you? Uh, what are your congratulations this year? Oh fuck, man! I, oh, thank you, thank you. I got uh, no plans. I'm uh, waiting to see how this shit turns out for the um, mm-hmm. for 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. Until then, I'm gonna just work on some shit personally, some improve okay, okay. some things. So, are you are you like out of out? Like, are you have you left left Japan or just like? right now you just like is this like a temporary move uh no i think i'm gone like um oh. so i was never packed up most of your shit and left yeah like i'm my shit is out of japan i i left okay. i left some stuff for when i you know come back to visit but okay okay i was never really planning to be there for good like it was never um uh for life situation like i was always okay okay like i like i said i was planning to stick around for the olympics and then vamp a little bit after that 
Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm still planning. Because it seemed for a while, like, it seemed to me like you were going to stick around for a bit. Because, like, ever since I started going to Tokyo, like, you were there for a good while, right? Like, what, three, 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 four years at least? Yeah, total, I was in Japan for about eight years. Okay, yeah, so that's why I was thinking, okay, maybe you're thinking of settling down. Yeah, I just, um, especially towards the end, I realized something needed to change. So mm-hmm. I was moving towards that change, and then this pandemic shit happened, and that was a big-ass change. So mm-hmm. I kind of just had to like get in gear and uh, move towards something else because that lifestyle I was living um, outside of my social life wasn't really something I was interested in continuing for. Okay, know, okay. My life. Yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, so I'm hoping. Yeah, this pandemic kind of brought me a lot of. Uh... Oh my bad. Go ahead. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> oh no! Like this, this pandemic pretty much like gave me, gave me a lot of perspective because uh, I'm like I could either keep doing all this hosting battles and stuff like that, or I got I I have to look at other revenue like other ways to make money. That's yeah. when I. That's when, you know, I, th- I talked to the missus and she's like, and I talked to all other homies as well. I was like, you know what? What's, there's nothing to lose in you trying this, this commercial, this commercial EDM gig. Worse, worse comes to worse. It's not for you. At least you tried it. But if it works for you, then you start raking in those big bucks. And I'm like, hmm, good point. No, and there's nothing wrong with EDM at all. I bump a few... Um, producers or DJs that I like. I even went to fucking um. What's the name of that shit? Ultra. I went to Ultra in Korea one time. That shit was fun as hell. Okay. Yeah. It, it, the 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 only thing is this that in in China they love that bounce shit. I I don't mind it, but then the first show I did, the DJ. Her set list was for an hour straight, so that was painful. <laughs> that was painful trying to trying to get the cry, trying to get the crowd continually hyped for an hour, nonstop. I'm like, oh god, oh, yeah. I guess it's die. Yeah, it's different if you're a part of it. Got to keep that energy up. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Build, build and build and get bigger. Yeah, that goes for that goes for the both of us. I mean, like, honestly, it it for me, it's a, it's a bit sad to you know hear that you're you you've you've left Tokyo because of I, like for me that was kind of like a staple, you know, you uh, speakeasies and stuff like that, and like whenever I go there. If I hit up uh, if I hit up Mega, then you know you're kind of always there. What like whether you're busy or not, like I can always count on you. It's like, yo, 
possible. Or a drink. Yeah, it's for sure. And, and we link up somewhere, coins or somewhere like that.、Mm. But yeah, I, I, I mean, we all need to move on with our lives. We can't expect. We we, we can't. You can't expect to settle down, especially creative types. Once you settle down, it seems that you know. If you settle down, it it, it kind of seems like you've given up. Yeah, man. I mean, there's, yeah, shit was already changing even before I left. You know, like a、uh, coins is、mm. finished. Oh, is it? Yeah, coins uh shut down last year. Oh shit! Yeah, and、is、I mean, is it because of a lease thing or? Uh, I guess kind of like the owner of the bar. Like I guess the owner of the space didn't want to,、mm-hmm. or wanted to rent it out to something else. I guess, but they never did before、uh-huh. the pandemic hit. So it's kind of just sitting. Okay,、there. okay. Well, then again, you kind of knew the space was kind of getting a little bit、uh, gentrified with the with the other spot opening up next door. Yeah, for sure. I mean that whole area. You know they were throwing up towers all over Shibuya, so there's a lot of、yeah. different stuff going on right there right now. And I mean, they were still moving for more stuff for the Olympics. I'm sure. Well, I don't know about now、mm-hmm. during this, but I'm sure there are more spots opening up, and the whole landscape is a little different. There were some new spots opening up right before I left, where I was like, oh, I've never even been to that spot. Yeah, looks like we gotta find some new digs. Yeah, that's the good thing about, like you said, Tokyo. There'll always be some staples. I'm sure Speakeasy will come back pretty strong. You know, Mega、mm. will still be there kicking. And hopefully, once I get my shit together, I can be wherever the fuck I wanna be. <laughs> yeah, that that's the that's the plan for me as well. If、uh, if this whole if the EDM gig manages to kick off and hopefully there'd be a good chance I'll be touring Europe and stuff like that. Very dope. So, you know, fingers crossed for both you and me. Word up, man! I believe in us. I have a supreme faith.、Mm. Well, yo, it was a、uh, yeah, good chopping I, I, up. I, I, Yeah, definitely. It was good. It was good catching up.、Um, maybe next time we could get try to get、uh, Mega to be on as well. The three of the、uh, catch up again. Yeah, no doubt. We should、uh, all link up. Maybe we can do like a some Zoom video next time. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But damn, my bad. I, I cut you off. Were you were you saying something? No, no, no. I was just kind of saying, it, like, kind of like, try, like, yeah, on the same sentiment, sentiment as well. Like,、uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just really good to talk with you and just catch up, and, and just like let let stuff off off my chest. Yeah, it's been good. You know, during the quarantine or whatever you want to call it, I I kept kind of low. Like I didn't really get on social media.、Mm. I even kind of fell off messaging some yeah, I, people. I I stayed off social media because during that time it was just so negative.、Mm. You know, Instagram, 
it, it wasn't so much the context of the posts were negative, but for me, it's more like <clears throat> in recent years, I kind of like, um, I kind of came to this, uh, this, this, this kind of realization is that, and especially during the pandemic, like we should be building each other up and recent, and, and for some reason, a lot of my posts on like, you know, social media, like Instagram, Facebook was just about people flossing. Mm. And I'm like, I, I, I used to do that a lot, but then, and then, and then it hit me one day is like, you know, we should be we should be building each other up and not just like, you know, and not just showing off our own material gains or our situations, but we should be helping each like build each other up, which is why I don't really post much on, um, on Instagram. I don't even check Facebook anymore because like, I can't be bothered to remove people on social media. So I simply, cause I used to do those like, you know, Monday post, you know, just sitting with the coffee. like, yo, I'm just chilling right now. What y'all doing on a Monday morning? Right. And it's just like, because when I read other people's posts about that, it's like, it kind of puts me down. I kind of feel pretty shit about myself. And then I realize sometimes when I do posts like that, it's like, oh, what am I doing? Like, yeah, like, like con how, contributing how is this affecting to the... other people? Right, right. <clears throat> The vicious cycle am i building someone up or am i just putting them down because i feel just to make myself feel good so like i right now for for the only reason the only times when i post is to uh try to stay rev relevant in the social media game just to let people know what i'm doing and yeah pretty much like just stuff that is positive i feel like i want to share around with people in my life like say if i do a cookout at home i'm like yo check it out more food just like improving on my cooking or after a hosted jams like yo it's been a, it's been a blast it's been a awesome ex experience thank you for trusting me and hosting your jam and stuff like that so like that's pretty much my social media game these days i just want to try to build people up and not just um and not do all those floss posts because i think it's that kind of stuff just really pointless Yo, I, uh, at this point, I'm like half a year removed from social media, really, and I don't really miss it at all. So I, I feel you. Yeah, I, I, I actually forget to check Facebook. Yeah. Like, on weeks on end. And then when I open my, uh, check my Facebook app, I get 20 plus, uh, 20 plus messages, like uh, notifications. I'm like, okay, cool. Which is really refreshing. Yeah, I mean, there's that documentary on Netflix. I haven't watched it, but I, I've kind of read articles about a similar sentiment. But yeah, it really oh, yeah. Uh, rewires your, mm. you know, the pathways in your brain. It's like an addiction, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, man, we can uh, well, get, yeah, bro. get some good out of this pandemic. We can definitely work out some uh, positives sure. grow yeah you can definitely grow from this it's like a learning experience but it's just on a, on a on a bigger scale definitely definitely so yeah like you said it was really good catching up so we should do it we should do it another time and um maybe even like do a podcast or something like that 
like just how the pen like you know find themes like or, or just like just to chop it up talk shit over about this whole pandemic situation me you and mega oh shit i was gonna put this out as a podcast no that's yeah, this is this is good that's fine that's fine too i'm uh, down with it okay word but uh yeah, yeah. this is fine because the thing that kind of like for me it was more like hmm is there a theme to this <laughs> you know what i mean well Cause actually because normally, um, normally when when Me- <coughs> go on well now i was just gonna say yeah because you know mega's still in tokyo with his studio so he's still recording episodes yep. you know with the guests come in and they mainly focus mm-hmm. on what they do in tokyo and mm-hmm. you know I obviously can't do that, but I still wanted to do something. And at the same time... Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. I, I also kind of, especially earlier in the year, all I could really think about was this pandemic and everything going on. So I kind mm-hmm. of wanted to focus my output on that a little bit. And we had also been talking mm-hmm. about, you know, hitting up some of our older guests just to catch up and... You know, this situation yeah. seemed like the perfect time to do that. You know, just reconnect with people, make sure everybody's doing good, seeing what's up. And yeah, like you said, yeah. getting some shit off your chest and yeah, just keeping the connections tight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yeah, man, appreciate your time. Hey, for you anytime is all good man i all you know i'm kind of like a attention whore myself you know i love being in the spotlight (laughs) (laughs) word yeah man it's uh i don't think yeah i don't think we saw each other last did we see each other last year did you come last year uh 2019 yes at the speakeasy that was the last time i saw you okay word but yeah it's been a year removed since then so yeah it's definitely good to chop it up again yes very much so all right Batman. all right let's uh yeah let's stay in touch but for the meantime you, you you stay safe stay safe stay healthy thank you man yeah you uh you do the same uh good luck with the the new gig and yeah let's talk yeah, again soon. thank you sir we'll do we'll do all right. Thanks, Mike. All right. See you soon, man. Corn. Take care. Word. Peace. Peace.